Hello, and welcome to our program, Critically Speaking. I'm your host, Cindy Mercer, and we're talking again with author Jim Hammer. It's good to be here with you, Cindy. Jim, not only are you an author, you're an elder, you're a pastor, and you are a speaker. We have really enjoyed visiting with you about your book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. Well, it's a a topic that I not only think, but I know that we all need to come to grips with. I agree with you completely, Jim. But I understand that you have written another book, a second book, and it is titled Life Without a Critical Spirit. And I'm very interested to find out more about that book. But before we move on, I'm just wondering if you could share with us a little bit what impressed you again to write that first book. Because, Jim, personally, I was completely shocked to find out that you would write a book about a critical spirit. I mean, you really are the most uncritical person I know. So help our listeners to understand what brought you to this point. I uh, was a a very critical person, very fault-finding, very judgmental. And I noticed that it was killing me spiritually, as well as the church uh, that I was attending at the time. And then I started noticing other people doing the same thing. And what I came to my attention the most was that when this critical spirit surfaced, people left the church. Mm. And when a Christ-like spirit entered, people came back to church. So, you know, I just started observing that more and more over the past uh, 30 years, roughly. And uh, I thought, you know, I I was just impressed to put this in in writing and also the experiences that I had that the Lord was taking me through to show me just how judgmental I was. That must have been quite a touchy subject as you entered into some waters that were basically unchartered in talking about this critical spirit. It was for me, and I I really didn't even know if the Lord wanted me to publish it, but then I was impressed to have it published also. Well, Jim, I can speak for myself, and I I hope that our listeners can as well, to say that it has been a, a true blessing to me personally, and I know that it it will be as we continue to learn more and more. I think basically what's so important is that you brought an awareness. Well, the Lord impressed you, but obviously we are more aware or can be more aware as we look closer at how we've been dealing with people, um, yes. with our church, our leaders, and on down the line. You know, wh- wherever I travel, inevitably somebody will come up to me and say, you know, Jim, I never knew I had a critical spirit. And most people don't they, it, because it's our our natural tendency. We get it right from the Garden of Eden where Lucifer uh, criticized God. Then after Adam and Eve sinned, they started criticizing each other and criticizing God also as well as as the enemy. So it's our natural tendency. We've been doing it all our life. But it's not a Christ-like spirit. It's the spirit of the enemy. Amen. Well, Jim, thank you for sharing that with us. I want to um, mention that we are going to discuss more about your new book. And so can you share how that came about? Now, again, the title of that is Life Without a Critical Spirit. Now, that's a pretty bold title for a book. It is. And uh, actually, I didn't come up with that title. A friend of mine gave me that title when I told him what I was uh, thinking about writing again, or was impressed to write again. 
What would life be like without a critical spirit? What would our homes be like? What would our churches be like? What would the community be like if nobody had a critical spirit? And we're not going to have it in heaven. There will be no critical spirit in heaven, no fault finding, no gossiping. And that's almost unimaginable to us as human beings because we're so surrounded with it. But I believe it's going to come. It's going to happen within God's people. Yes, you just took the words out of my mind. You said unimaginable. Because, I mean, I'm just thinking of our listeners right now and going, wow, without this? I mean, this is what we seem to be surrounded with in every aspect. I mean, we can we don't have to even leave our home That's right. to find a critical, fault-finding, negative attitude sometimes. Yes, and, and can you imagine what it would be like to not uh, or to have a... a positive, peaceful, uplifting life right here on this earth. You know, and we're called as Christians to encourage and uplift each other. It's the enemy that tears down and destroys. Amen. And it's certainly a beautiful uh, thought to imagine life without a critical spirit. You know, um, some of the questions I asked uh, to begin with, to begin the book with, is uh, will victory be sustained until Jesus returns? What about peace of mind? Will we have peace of mind? What does it feel like? And what does it look like to uh, be without a critical spirit or a sarcastic spirit? And uh, is it necessary to eliminate it before Christ returns? And he's the one that's going to eliminate in us. He uh, promises us in First uh, John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. And because the spirit is from the enemy, from the devil himself, it's unrighteous. So Christ is going to cleanse us from all that unrighteousness. And he promised to do that in uh, Genesis 3.15, that he will put hatred between us and the devil. And he has promised to do that, and no doubt in my mind, his word is sure and true, and he's going to fulfill that promise. Amen. And that brings me a lot of encouragement because we were talking earlier and we were talking about victory, because when you think of the word victory, it means, first of all, someone's going to win and someone is going to lose. And who do we want to be the winner and who do we want to be the loser in this battle? (laughs) Well, we naturally want Christ to be the winner and we want to be on his side. The the devil has already lost. He's lost the war. Uh, He wins battles here and there, but the victory already is Christ. And as we allow the Lord to clean us up, because that's what he promised to do, uh, and we stay connected with him through prayer and uh, and a close connection, Bible study, and and searching the Word of God, he's going to bring us into that relationship with him that when he returns, we'll walk right into eternity with him. Because Praise we've been God. walking with him through our life here on this earth. Amen. I saw someone make a comment a few days ago, and they simply said, God wins, Satan loses. It's as simple as that. That's correct. You know, and what's nice to, to note is we know the end of the story. We've read Amen. the last book of the Bible. We know how it ends. It's just like if you watch a rerun of a football game. You already know the score. You already know who wins and loses. No matter what it may seem 
along the way while you're watching a rerun still ends the same way. One team wins, the other team loses, and you know that. No matter how many times you watch it, that's what's going to turn out. Well, we know the end of the story, and it's God's people win. The enemy loses. Yes, and we do know that story, but I want to be realistic for a minute and and realize that we have a lot of listeners, and and maybe uh, we've we know these things, or maybe we don't know these things, but we find ourselves, you know, slap dab in the middle of a situation. How can we start to realize that we can not only have victory over that, but to even move into this bolder statement of your next book, Life Without That Critical Spirit? Because we're all going through something. It may not be the critical spirit. It might be cheating, lying. Uh, you mentioned a multitude of things in your book because we know ultimately God wants to free us from every besetting sin. What encouragement? Is there a verse or something you could share with our listeners today that if they're going through this right now, maybe they, they've seen the score, they know the end of the story, yes. but they need some encouragement today? Well, in, in the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and chapter 3, talks about overcoming. And uh, seven times, I believe, it's mentioned that actually 11 times in the book of uh, Revelation, but in those two chapters, it's mentioned seven times that he who overcomes will inherit the kingdom. And I'm paraphrasing that, but the overcomers are the ones that will inherit. And Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will give us the strength to overcome. And... um Matthew 28, uh, the last couple of verses, said all authority has been given to him. And he freely gives us that authority also, that we can be overcomers. Amen. And um, Romans chapter 8, which is my favorite uh, chapter, Romans chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, it says that um, the Holy Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and heirs with Christ, co-heirs with Christ, or joint heirs with Christ. Mm. So, you know, if the Holy Spirit is working with our spirit, uh, who we are, then, uh, you know, we are known as the sons of God and heirs to the kingdom. And the enemy wants to steal our inheritance. And so many of us, we just allow him to steal it. If it was an earthly inheritance, we'd be in court and everything else trying to keep our inheritance. But yet we're le- letting our eternal inheritance be stolen by the great thief of all times. It just don't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. But that is the enemy's plan. He comes, John ten ten tells us, this is one of my mm. favorite verses. He says he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I love it when there's a but in the sentence yes. because it changes everything. And it says, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. And that's not a, a just eternal life, but life here on this earth. So, wow, Jim, this is really exciting. I'm really looking forward to jumping into more of your experiences and how we can strive for that life without a critical spirit. I'm really looking forward to uh, having you come back and share with us. I hope that you will do that. Yes, no doubt about it. Praise God. I'm Cindy Mercer. Thank you for joining us on Critically Speaking. Please join us again next time. God bless and have a great day.
If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. 